0: Breaking the Cycle to Step Forward. Authentic conversations from lived experience and a professional perspective in overcoming abuse with Chris Tuck and Beverly Ann.
1: Hello and welcome to Breaking the Cycle to Step Forward. I'm Beverly Ann. And I'm Chris Tuck. Welcome, everyone. Hello, and today we're talking about trust. And I would like to reassure people we're doing it from a lived experience and also from a professional capacity. So, Chris, I know you've been online and you've been looking up the
0: meaning of trust. Would you like to share with us what you found? Yeah, of course. So it says online that trust is the foundation of all relationships because it allows you to be vulnerable and open to the person with how having to defensively protect yourself so trust is something that is earned through actions it's almost like trust is the truth of someone it's their character it's your dependence on them it's you being able to rely on them because you feel safe so that is in a nutshell what trust actually means but how can we define it as a feeling Beverly how do you think we can define it as a feeling
1: well let's go back to childbirth and 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 have a look at our expectations as a as a baby you know we we understand the importance of being a baby and our caregivers around us because we can't do anything for ourselves and we rely on the caregivers around us to look after us to nurture us and to make us feel safe. And unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. That can be from the womb, actually, when we're in the womb. And we've touched on this before, but when we leave the womb, if our caregivers, and we're gonna, for the sake of trust, look at a parent, as in a mother and a father at the moment, if for any reason we're not with our birth parents, or, our caregivers, whoever they may be, our birth parents, et cetera, break that trust with actions and we don't feel safe, what message are we learning about trust?
0: Mm, okay, so it these are foundational, um, deep-rooted expectation that it just happens when you are a baby, a toddler, um, between you as a, an individual and the people that are caring for you? Absolutely. It's a bit like building a
1: house. Would you consider building a house without any foundations? Mm-hmm. No. So that's why it's an expectation of having that in your foundations as a baby. It is the root, I think you said that so well, the root of who we are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, We've just expressed why, what it is, but why is it so important? So if we don't have trust in a relationship, being ourselves with ourselves and other people, what could go wrong? What, what, what is it that happens when we don't have
1: trust? Well, we, we've said, first of all, it's the actions and it's that feeling safe and it's safe enough to feel vulnerable if we learn that it's not safe to be vulnerable because the consequences are a b c then we're learning that life isn't safe that it's not safe to be vulnerable and as we've spoken about before you know we know how to survive we have these strong resilient strengths in us but if we're unable to be vulnerable how do we How can we trust ourselves, let alone anybody else? How can we have a wholesome relationship with
0: ourselves if the messages that we've learned are that we're not safe? And again, it's that silencing of emotions, isn't it? You know, you're not allowed to feel anger. You're not allowed to cry. You're not allowed to feel sad, upset. You're not allowed to show it. It's all of that, isn't it? That's all built on a trusting relationship that you can be your authentic self absolutely so
1: if we look you know we talked about lived experience I'll share some lived experience I learned from an extremely early age not you know not to tell anyone I was keeping a huge secret about what was happening with my dad with me and you know even um, in the household with domestic violence you know you didn't tell anyone didn't tell nanny or granddad what was happening doors A didn't obviously the age, I didn't know the language, but it was just a learned message. You don't tell that because what I was hearing were my parents telling the other members of the family a different story. So as a child,
0: what am I learning? So it's almost like the caregiver's relationship needs to be like a role model for the children so the children learn all of this instinctively
1: yes and and we do learn instinctively so when we then in another environment and it's in a good environment and we know we've we've said that with other friends we suddenly start to realize subconsciously what doesn't feel right and what does feel right and then our inward battle starts now i lived In an environment I was taken away from my parents that was fundamentally good and I was reassured when I was upset, but when I was being returned home to that environment I didn't want to go to. Whilst I was reassured and um, comforted because I was crying. There was no one asking me why was I crying. So, again, that's another layer of not being able to trust in what we're gonna hear is the message that I took as a young child. And we all take those messages on as children about what we're seeing and what we're hearing around us, even from the media.
0: But It is also like um, trusting that if you were able to speak up that there wouldn't be any repercussions for doing so.
1: Well, I'm a child. So, you know, be seen and not spoke, uh, see, what's it? we? (laughs) I <laughs> can't even get my words out now <laughs> but we would we, never encourage children to speak and there's that imbalance so some of the messages they're the adult you're the child so as the adult you do as I say because I'm the adult also respect your parents now I don't disagree with any of this but then we need to rebalance it because I was giving respect to my parents in my own actions as a child but were my parents actually giving respect to me as a young person and what I needed and for me the answer was no and that can come as we've said in many different formats so even when it's unintentionally
0: Mm. so again growing up it's almost like caregivers parents who whatever they are to you um they've got to trust you in your actions, so if um, a curfew is set, for example, and you, um, as a teenager, you go out and you come home within that curfew, a trust bond is being built, isn't it? So it's almost like that is um, leading by example, they're giving, you're your adhering, um, the trust is built up, and then that's how the relationship goes forward. But if you are quite a rebellious teenager for whatever reason and and you continuously do not abide by the rules of the house or whatever it is, I'm talking about in a loving, nurturing environment, then the trust is going to be broken and then your caregivers, your parents will not trust you. So it is about as you're growing up to learn, give and take, to learn respect, learn the trust and build it that way. That's how
1: Absolutely. we should be building it. So I can see that when I was 15 and I was fostered, wonderful, I was going to this new family. And those boundaries were in place and it started off really well. And then different things happened. So, for instance, I was accepted to go into a certain place and then just told you can't go there anymore, which felt like a punishment. Mm mm-hmm. So that was being taken away. Well, as soon as that happened, that triggers the old learning and the old messages. So I want to go. I'm going to lie about where I'm going. Mm. And then when that gets found out, all trust is is broken, especially when they read my diary. So that's in my space.
0: Yeah, your private stuff.
1: Yeah. What happens is, it seems such a small thing but everything comes pushing down and that's because yeah. the foundation of trust was never really built from a young age
0: yeah yeah
1: so we may see like the tip of an iceberg and think well someone's really overreacting there but what you don't know is what's un- underneath what are your own <laughs> thoughts for yourself about
0: trust there Chris with your yeah. own experience I was just going to say to you could we just share an example between me and you because we are good friends so if we broke the trust with each other what would that look like and what would the impact be because then I think it would help the listeners really resonate with that so yeah. let's let's make something cut between us so I don't know um we're good friends let's say um, um there was a a boyfriend for example and a lot of this goes on in teenagers doesn't it because yes. we're, we're immature and we don't understand relationship so there was a boy we both fancied them maybe you was going out with them but I went behind your back and I started I kissed him or something like that let's just keep it really simple yeah um and um obviously that would break out tr- your trust in me Big time because I've gone behind your back and I've almost taken something from you or violated something that you um hold dear and precious to you.
1: Yes, absolutely. And you know, thinking as a teenager, our friends and our chosen romantic partner, boyfriend, yeah. girlfriend, whatever, are so important to us and yeah. we want to be accepted as a whole. And to see you take something away from me, which is a relationship with somebody else, where's our our trust between each
0: other? Yeah, yeah.
1: And trust for me is about boundaries as well. There's no respect. Yeah. So you've not respected my boundaries or my thoughts.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Now, there's a different way of doing it. You could have come to me. You could have come to me and said, I've fallen in love with him.
0: Does yeah, it mean? we yeah. may
1: have had a disagreement, yeah, but we knew where each other was. Understood, yeah. Now, it may be that my I was going to finish with him anyway because he wasn't what yeah. I wanted. Um, I would have had the opportunity and the choice to take an action,
0: yeah, or, yeah,
1: but we would have had that chance to speak first of all.
0: And you may have even wished me well, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I might have said, Well, you know what, off you go. <laughs> You know, it could have had one of two outcomes, couldn't it? It could have been like you wish me well, or it could have broken the friendship. Um, either way. But you know, there is a right way and a wrong way of doing things. And going back to the meaning of trust, yeah,
1: being having that opportunity to be um vulnerable.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm actually sharing that I've fallen in love with your. you know mystical or magical boyfriend that we're using in this scenario yeah
1: and you know the opportunity for me to be vulnerable whoa hold on do I really want this or don't what do I want having that choice and that's where for you know for me particularly as well that trust is important so even though that conversation sounds like it's going to be horrible actually no that enables me to trust you more
0: yeah because I've been open and honest And also you would have had the opportunity to say to me, well, actually, Chris, I hear what you're saying about how you're feeling, but I actually really love this guy. Could you please back off? Yes. Step away, you know, respect my relationship. And then I then got the opportunity to go, I hear you, okay, I'm really sorry. And then our friendship, even though it might've been um, dented a little bit, We've got the opportunity to carry on, because you know, girlfriends relationship and boy relationships, they usually outlast a boy-girl relationship or what, uh, um, an intimate relationship. They usually do, don't they? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. especially, especially, at, that especially at that age. Yeah, <laughs> we said that together. <laughs> but, and
1: often what we find with trust is the thing we fear the most. That vulnerability, you know, of being open or having that challenging conversation or experience is the thing that often we try to avoid. And that's what breaks the trust.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we've almost talked about once a trust is broken, how do we get it back with the person that's broken that trust? And as we've just sort of like explained, it all depends how the issue or the challenge was um, addressed. So if you address it in an adult way, which often you haven't got that mature thinking when you're a teenager because you, you, you just don't have it because you don't have the experience. But as adults, we do. We do have the, the more maturity and we can discuss it in the way that we've just described. Um, but it's really difficult, isn't it, to get trust back with someone who's actually broken your trust. It is. And one of the things I want to go back a little bit is you
1: know, saying that as an adult, we know. Sometimes we don't know, or we do know, but we don't believe that we have those skills. Okay. So for me, you know, I'm going to say for me, what's important is I'm a reflective person. So if I've, you know, had a confrontation with somebody, because that's that's what it is, is confrontation, and it hasn't gone in, you know, in the best way possible for both of us, I like time to reflect about it so that I've got a chance to actually look at my own feelings. What is it, you know, what am I feeling? What, what has been triggered? You know, what could, I, what could I have done differently? And I'm not saying that there is always something what you could do differently, yeah. but it's I find that that's my way of checking in. And then also, when I've checked in with myself, then think about the other person. And what's going on for them. Yes. Now, I can't change... Anything for them, and we're not, we, we, we don't physically have that responsibility. Mm-hmm. However, we can hear what that other person, and then it gives me the choice to be able to think, consider okay, first of all, with their actions, what is it that we can do differently? But most importantly, do I want, yeah, to do I want to trust that person again?
0: Yeah.
1: There yeah. are all different levels,
0: yeah, and different scenarios. And it's really i'm laughing but that scenario that i just brought out the top of my head actually wasn't just out the top of my head that actually happened to me with my first boyfriend yeah someone cheated on me with my yes. boyfriend in front of me and that's yes. how we actually broke up but i was so wary of that person forever and a day from that yes. day onwards i just thought no i'm staying right away from you and I'm definitely going to protect any of my future relationships away from you. Cause I know what you're like now. Your card is marked. Yes. So for me, with a serious relationship that,
1: you know, my ex and I'm not going to say anything else, um, went off with somebody else. We had a conversation. We, we set the boundaries. We worked at understanding and hearing and then he did it again so oh, that wow. was it and yeah. then after that I've always made it clear this is a fundamental part of my relationship yeah it's about trust so if, yeah. if it ever happened again there was no second chance yeah it's over
0: but you know you live and learn don't you Beverly because there will be people listening to this that have had a relationship trust issue <clears throat> and it's like Do I give them a second chance? Do I not give them a second chance? And it works both ways. Men and Mm. women cheat on each other. Um, But that's up to you. No one can say what is right and what's wrong for you. But usually people do go, actually, okay, you've had your chance. I'll give you a second chance. But once that's done, nah, that's it. Like exactly like you've just explained. Yes. And that's where understanding
1: what our own boundaries. And this trust is really great because for anybody listening now, if this is the first time they've listened to us, go back to a few different episodes because it's built up really nicely. Yeah. Because, you know, we do have choice. We can respond differently, but it is about looking at ourselves as well. And that's not, as we've said before, you know, as if like, what are you saying I'm wrong all the time? No, it's not when we learn to trust ourselves and our reactions then we're able to be more clear in what we want to choose going forward and whether or not we want
0: to trust this person again. Absolutely 100% so for those that have had trust issues because obviously if you've gone through any childhood abuse of any kind you've had your trust broken and it is really difficult to be vulnerable and trust anybody purely because you don't want to be hurt. You don't want to be harmed. You don't want to go back there. So usually we have our walls up and we, and some of us have our walls up very, very high. And for a very long time, how do we break these walls down? How do we learn to trust other people that are not out there to hurt you, that are out there genuinely wanting a friendship with you, or a romantic relationship with you, or what, whatever it is, how do we learn to have these healthy relationships? How do we learn to trust again? So
1: we come back to two words that are really key in, in my vocabulary, whether it be personal or professional. The first one is balance, and the second one is vulnerability. Because until we're until we're able to be vulnerable, we're unable to... Build a relationship and trust in each other. So it's learning to be vulnerable and getting that balance. So I will say, at one time with new relationships, my defences were up higher than a bank being raided. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. No, no, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and how was I ever going to trust in me? How was I going to learn what trust was? in me let alone anybody else but that's where it's you know i didn't want to always keep them down but um up but if i fought my boundaries down so low or my defense mechanism then i'm i'm trusting too quickly can you see how you can go from one to the other
0: yeah but so how do you do it what is the actual strategy or action plan of doing it well for me And when I'm working with clients, the
1: first thing we look at, forget everyone else, is write down what's important to you in trust. What do you need? Because what I need and what you need, Chris, are two very different things. So I would say for me, for me to be able to trust, I want honesty and I want respect for my honesty as well. So that's important
0: for me to build a trust and it's almost like isn't it you get them to tell you a little bit about themselves you tell a little bit you build a little bit you build a step together and then it goes on and on and on and you build these little steps but it's almost it's a compromise it's like right I've shared a little bit of of myself with you. How are you going to react to that? How are you going to respond to that? And depending on that response, you then give a little bit more. So what's important for you to build trust? Yeah, um, again, it's exactly that. I want to know a little bit about someone's background. I want to know if there's any similarities of experience, of knowledge, I want to know if there is any empathy there. I want to find out about the person and their traits. So if someone comes across quite arrogant, um, not understanding, not empathetic, I tend to, my brick wall will stay up and I'll walk away. But if someone shows me a bit of vulnerability, shares a little bit of themselves with me, and I get that, gut instinct that there is a friendship can be based then that that is how my trust is built with someone yeah and you said a really key thing earlier about actions so
1: i for me actions are more important than words yeah Yeah. because it's the doing the seeing the feeling taking that time to to see what's going to happen and how it manifests
0: yeah For me, it's about putting the same amount of energy into a relationship. It's about giving as much as taking. It's about, so mine and your friendship, Beverly, for example, you've come to my house. I've come to yours. You've checked in on me. I've checked in on you. We've worked together, you know, not all at once. We've built these steps as we've gone on. And we know exactly where we're both coming from. And, We're not about harming or hurting each other. So, for example, in my career progression, I'm not going to step all over you just to get somewhere. I'm going to work with you and build it with you because I want just as much for you as I want for myself.
1: Yes, but it starts with yourself. So, yeah, you've been working with yourself. You know, this is what you're doing. Same as me, I know who I am and what I'm doing. Then we're able to be vulnerable with each other and bring each other together. And if yeah. we don't agree, allow each other yes.
0: to, to, say that. Yeah.
1: to say that rather than like avoid it because it's important.
0: Yeah, it's part of, of growing and nurturing that relationship, isn't it?
1: Yes, yes. So if anybody's listening to this and they've got any questions, please do. Um, contact us by email or put a comment below because it's really lovely how our episodes are coming together now and people have asked us and we're covering different subjects
0: yeah yeah can I just ask you what has been the impact on you of having your trust broken how does it how has it made you actually feel oh devastated absolutely devastated and i'm not
1: going to take that away um at different levels when you've been vulnerable and you've trusted someone and you've shared something and then they've either used it back on you that information yeah. which can happen
0: and it happens happened, a lot
1: <laughs> yeah um or when someone's betrayed yeah betrayed me in whatever way yeah that is awful and it And I'm not saying that even now, you know, the work I do, that that doesn't hurt because it does. And yeah, however, there's a difference now, because at one time it would compound the messages that I'd learned as a child. Whereas now on reflection, as I said, I check in with myself. Right. And I nurture myself and I ask myself, is there something I could have done differently? How have I received that? Is that right? And actually, for me, and I can think of something, I'm not going to go into details. I can think yes. of a few weeks ago. You know, it floored me at first, but yeah. then I time to go away, think about it, check in with myself, and then be able to trust my own reactions and then go, Yeah. Oh, actually, that's not right for me. And when I was ready, I was able to go back to that person and say... Have a chat. Yeah.
0: Yeah so it really is all about trusting yourself yes that relationship with i and me yeah and then going from that to other relationships
1: yeah and you know that that feeling we get in our stomach and the reason why i say it's about us trusting ourselves because what's right for you chris in trust is not necessarily right for me mhm so we may be in the same scenario and and something happened or someone says something, but we take it differently. But we trust in how we've responded. Yeah, yeah. You're looking thoughtful there.
0: Yeah, I'm just like, um, just thinking of those people that really, really struggle with trusting and moving on in relationships and just, they just allow others to tram- literally trample all over them. And that's because, Their self-esteem has been knocked so down because of how they've been treated. They don't actually know what it's like to feel trust, to build trust, to say, no, you're not going to treat me like that. And some people actually find comfort in being trampled on. Sorry, that, that's my, my language, not maybe other people's language, being trampled on or being treated not nicely because there is a, um, a safe feeling in being treated that way, yeah. even though looking inwards, it's just toxic and it's abusive. And I really want to reach out to those people today, Beverly, and really go, you know what? Those relationships, they're not right for you. Um, And I'm saying that quite hard, harshly, um, because you deserve and need that trusting, respectful, happy, healthy relationship with yourself and others. And once we have that, we
1: can make that. So I remember, here are some of the scenarios, better the devil you know. I've invested so much into this relationship have I got to start all over again, again. I haven't okay. got the energy to do that yeah. this is good as it gets and I believed at one time that that's that's it this relationship is as good as it gets and actually that's fine because it's better than what I had growing up so I didn't know I could have better so it just breaks uh, my heart. Oh, absolutely. And, and I'm you know, not
0: judging, but it breaks my heart to hear that.
1: Absolutely. But that's what's, you know, we're being honest here. Yes. So yeah. people can tap in. You know, yeah. um, it must be me. You know, how wow. many children growing up, you know, believe, you know, when their parents split up, it must be me. If I'd have yeah. been me. they wouldn't split up. Yeah. <laughs> If I'd have been good, they wouldn't have split up. Yeah. You know, um, also acceptance for yourself. You know, I grew I was one of those children that growing up to keep quiet, you know, I was always good. You know, yeah. I was frightened to be naughty. Yeah. So when a you know, in a relationship, if I was being really good and someone told me I wasn't, oh hold on. And this is when I talk about balance, because I talk about checking in with myself,
0: yeah,
1: about balance because. I now don't, you know, if, if I check in with myself and I trust where I am, then I'm like, actually, no, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how I work with my clients as well because we're looking, you know, where's the balance here? Yeah,
0: and, you know, as we always say, hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't oh. it? Because hindsight, with hindsight, we can reflect, we can see what's the pattern is And we can break that cycle Two step forwards out of where we are. Yes. Yeah. And we don't
1: always know at the time, but by learning to check in and that is the key learning to check in. Does this work for me? Am I trusting myself with my own boundaries?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And to enforce those boundaries, as we, we spoke about in the last podcast, it's really important that you practice a small boundary and then move on to bigger ones because once you put boundary in place those people outside of those boundaries that you've put in they're not going to like it they're going to want to smash them down they're going to want to call you out for it but that's why you need to be strong in the knowledge that that boundary is there to protect you your mental your physical health and you as a person yeah and and that is so important
1: because you know bringing it back to you and me we could, let's take a scenario. We could want to go out and have a, you know, a, a nice lunch time, but what's nice for you and what's nice for me are two very different things. What you want to eat may be very different to me, but our experience, you know, I might like to go somewhere where there's loud music and it's really fun, hip and everything, the rest of it. You might think, actually, I want somewhere quieter today. I'm not in that space when it's so allowed. Or vice versa, but it's being able to trust yourself and saying, actually, Beverly, yeah, I do like it really loud sometimes, but today it's not right for me. And negotiating. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But being yeah. able to say that, that that's not easy. Because that's that small boundary you're talking about. That for some people, oh no, no, as long as as long as the other person's happy well yeah. that's okay but what about yourself sometimes yeah yeah wow how are we doing for time i'll be very honest i haven't even looked <laughs> <laughs> i would say we're at our 30
0: minutes so yeah it's... i would say that so let's wrap up for this week Ben. um so have you got anything else to say to everybody who's listening remember to check in with
1: yourself What's right for you? What are you feeling in the stomach? Is this right for you? Is it not? It's okay to make a choice and trust in yourself. And sometimes it's okay to be vulnerable, have that courage. And there's a great video by Brene Brown if somebody wants to find that on YouTube to watch that as well. And is it called Trust? It's um, Having the Courage
0: to Be Vulnerable by Brene Brown. Okay. Yeah. Lovely. All right. So, on that note, this is our. If podcast and it's about um trust. Okay, so bye from me. And before you go, what's your last word on trust? Oh, I thought I'd said it. Um I, I trust my gut. So if it yeah. don't feel right, it's not right. But it takes a long time to get in tune with that and it takes practice. But I do yeah. trust my gut.
1: Yeah, well done. Okay. And look forward to seeing everyone soon. Yes. All right. Then
0: goodbye, everyone. And thank you for listening. Bye bye.